welcome to the Ringo Zone, kids. It's us. Yeah, we're, we're back. Here. We're not dead. Oh, fantastic, Star. Wait, what the fuck is this episode called again? Are you my dad? Oh yes. Are you my dad? Are you my dad? Oh god. We'll get into how much I dislike Aquamarine. <laughs> <laughs> Just right off the bat. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, how how y'all been? It's been a hot minute since it's I've been talked a hot to you minute. guys. It's now 2018. Hey! Oh my god! Wait, did we record during 2018 before? Uh, Was the good Lars the before? Good Lar I can check. Hang on. The yeah, good I Lars. I came out 16 days ago, so no. Oh god, okay, so... This is the first 2018 episode of the Ringo Zone. And, uh, I guess our, our resolution would probably be to not do that thing where we don't release episodes for, like, three weeks at a time, but, you know, no! it, hey, here we you are! Know, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, we went from, like, weekly to monthly, like, two weeks, and it's, like, yeah. monthly. And now we're just in this, yeah, I don't know, we're still here, though. Like that's my point. We we can't die. Like yeah. we, we like I don't. If all if all of us have the responsibility that if everybody else in this podcast dies, we, that you still have to record every episode <laughs> and finish it out. Like I think you yeah. know what I mean. Like you, we have to we'll finish just come this back. fucking thing. We, we have are ghosts. Yeah. Episode, we are Lars, you know? and twenty seventeen is the century gun that killed us. All right. So are you my dad? Um, yes. First thoughts. Um. Okay, I want to really quickly touch on all of the jokes being fucking amazing in this episode. Yes. Like, distinguished boy khakis from the distinguished boy. It's, because yeah. Steven is a distinguished boy and deserves distinguished khakis. Yes. Um, amethyst, he's a very distinguished boy. Amethyst with not one can of beans that she's just drinking, but an entire cooler of beans. Mm -hmm. The One of the video games in the Funland Arcade entices you to play it by saying, awaiting challengers to validate me. Oh my god. Uh, that the first time that Aquamarine appears and then disappears, Steven begs her not to leave him with another enigma. <laughs> in the mugshot sketch lineup, Garnet fucking draws herself. Yeah, he's like, that's the only gem I can think of. With the best punchline of the episode garnet likes herself pearl being that fucking person who posts like an immaculate painting and goes like lol yeah. here's a sketch i threw together last yeah, night no, it's like oh my god guys off, there are so bro. many mistakes haha ha, i just thought i'd post it or whatever i'm probably gonna delete it later yeah. get Fuck fucked off, pearl. pearl get fucked <laughs> hey do you guys hear me yes yeah. okay i'm just putting on my like my built-in microphone um, okay. So okay is this quality okay Quality, it's yes. passable. Okay, because usually you're like, this is not acceptable, so is this... Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. All right, I here. Can um, you. It's fine. I actually had a couple more uh, notes about this. Yeah, I, I so was I enjoying just, it. So yeah, I just yeah, plowed yeah, through. Yeah. Um, Connie crushing the leaf and then going, yes, there's wind. Oh, <laughs> so good. So good. Fuck. Uh, um, Connie was a beast in this one, honestly. Like, oh, humor was. yeah. Um, she just killed it. And uh, Barb uh, oh. saying that she wouldn't be a good mother unless she made a copy oh. of all her daughter's keys. Yes. Oh, that's a slow, oh. that's a slippery slope, Barb. <laughs> she's always such a character. What's she's, that? She's What's way the down that, that slope. She's the, she's the fucking split of the Helicopter mom, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, this one was Raven Wallace and Lauren Zook, and they fucked yeah. up. Uh, I, I guess it's Raven who draws the eyes funny because, like, I've noticed there's some, there's some of them have different eyes. Yeah, yeah. you can notice yeah. different eyes. She Raven draws eyes very specifically. That's just what happens when you have yeah. like teams of people yeah. drawing them I episode that. to episode. You know? yeah. But I, I love that like signature and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like a, I like that kind of the fact that it was touched by a person frame by frame and like you know what I mean in traditional animation. Yeah. Like, that like. 
Yeah, no, like, I think there's something that's so beautiful about the fact that it's, like, it's all hand drama, and then there's also a big difference between all of this. Like, uh, I love that. It's, it's it's kind of organic in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a living, breathing kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And then also, so yeah, if you can, like, warp the characters a little bit more, then you can tell your story better. Also, like, Jesus great... fucking Christ, I just realized that Topaz is... May- okay, not is, but might be a reference to... Uh, a Rebecca loves her anime references, but um. Oh, to to whom? Topaz might be a reference to a specific uh bad guy in the old old, and this is slightly topical because it just came out on Netflix. But the Devilman anime, and I realized that Topaz might be a reference to a certain demon that likes to uh put people's faces on its body as like a weird sort of like almost like the face stealer. Sort of like the face stealer, yeah. It, it it puts death masks of people that can talk on its body to fuck with uh, its victims. Jesus Christ, how horrifying! Yeah, yeah. Um, that, but yeah, that's speaking of like, man. for sure, Topaz is the most horrifying development in Steven Universe kinda, since yeah. the Gem Fusion experiments. Yeah, kind of. I thought, I thought Topaz is like one of my favorite characters, honestly, because they do make her so like horrific they here. Was like they like all you have is your nostrils are breathing while you have a panic attack nonstop. Mm-hmm. Completely yeah. compressed, like to like war around with all these other people, unable to scream. That's horrible. I have but no then also, I must Topaz scream. is so yeah. sad. But also, Topaz is so sad. Topaz is just like, I love that. Like, like, Topaz is, that's what I mean. It's like, that's like, the best setup. Like, yeah. that's like, you oh, don't expect that's, that. That's, that to that's happen. such a fucking dope move. Like, that's all this terror in my mind is like just beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like, oh, yeah. they have such a good build up. Both Topaz and Aquamarina are bait and switch for their characters. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. you know, it's we were just talking about how Topaz is revealed to actually be a huge sweetheart. Oh, um, a giant but, puppy dog. Oh my god, yeah, but like, Especially how this episode ends with just like pure terror in the cliffhanger yeah. where Steven, Steven What I wanted to say was okay, so Lauren Duke, okay, her first episode. So you remember in Chili Pea, yeah. it's like a scary episode, but it's funny the whole time. Yes. Uh-huh. Remember that? We talked about that in that episode. Remember that was like my big point, okay? Yeah. So in yeah. this one this is Steven meets basically the god enemy. Like, Aquaman Reigns will win. Like, done. Like, this is um, a total inversion. Like, it's a total copy of that. Like, this is a fun, like, a hilarious episode. That, like, builds up, like, the worst villain possible for him. This is a Frieza, for sure. Steven Universe is really good at balancing emotional heft that it can bring with the humor that it has. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this episode is, like, a really good example of that. Like, I still have more jokes that I took notes <laughs> yeah, on exactly. that I didn't touch on. Like, Onion's weird, creepy baby room is his office quote unquote like quote unquote his office and and then and like and I, the ho- not and just sour that. cream just casually yeah. knows about it you know and like the uh sand castle building at the very opening of the episode oh with the with the crab marriage i really want to talk about that because that was beautiful and cute and really sweet right yeah yeah okay is it how do you feel about the fact that we're in this weird new era where the gems are no longer main characters really they're kind of background characters like if you think about that scene where they're all drawing pictures, you know, like, with the scene where they're building furniture, sure, like, they're, the gems are not really being developed anymore. Like, they all had their arts. They you know what I mean? Did, yeah. And they're kind of just there, and they have a little phrase. Like, I all have a joke each time, mm-hmm. and that's what they... So, like, this is Steven Universe now. The gems are kind of... The gems a, era one. Lessons. Now we're era two. You know, isn't that yeah. just... It, how do you guys feel about that? You know, It's like, now we're era three, I guess. Well, I era think... one was goofy, era two was gems, and era three is Steven. I think a good way to think about this other than of course that it is 
and always has been Steven's story, is that in the early stages of Steven Universe, the gems can be viewed not quite only as characters, but as world building. Because we we don't really know who Steven is. Steven doesn't really know who Steven is Mm -hmm. at the early stages, like season one, a little bit into season two. Um, So the gems are basically like elements of world building that are living, breathing, lovable exposition. Mm-hmm. 100%, yeah. They like, they, like, function just to build a world that's not there. Like exactly. they, can, they can tell you all of this fantastical world and prove that, trust me, it's legit because I have powers. Yeah. And then you can get away with that for, like, fucking 40 episodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it's it a really good trick, actually. It was 40 episodes. It was 40 episodes. So, was it? I, I just literally just pulled that out of my ass. No, it's, it literally, it's, it's literally 40 episodes. That's amazing that I said on the dime because, like, yo, Discalcula, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, really proud of that. Okay, cool. Uh, a fucking aquamarine. Oh, uh, what a fucking asshole! She's such a. I love her. She's such a little. I just want to like um, hug her and then choke her. She's great. To finish a sentence that I started like ten minutes ago, um, I was talking about how Topaz and Aquamarine are kind of bait and switches for their personalities. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because Aquamarine, she's she's tiny. Um, her her gem looks like a tear, so you're like you're just yeah. like automatically moved to like want to care for her. And she, she's got a little her. girl like uh, yeah, girl outfit she has on. A li- little little tiny girl voice. Uh, schoolgirlish kind of outfit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's like a, it's like a professional, but also kind of schoolgirl. It's like a very yeah. odd, very no, like every, schoolgirl. Everything about her up until her last line in this episode tracks as like needing help, lost child. No, and, and okay, no, so yes, yeah, so I I um I recently played uh Doki Doki hey. uh, and I uh, recently got into Petscop. Yeah, they have characters very often that are like you want to protect them or take care of them, and then they end up being evil or corrupt. Or it's, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like a Yandere simulator. Right? Yeah, there's something, there's something sickening about it. Yeah, and if you think about it, like the fact that she's saying "Are you my dad?" the entire time, uh, and that's a different alien thing. That's actually an element that's played on in that kind of like mind fuck yeah. horror stuff. Uh-huh. And it's just so it's just with Steven Universe. It's so bubbly that yeah. it comes off as like an interesting little episode, but it actually has the same elements of that kind. I don't know what the word is for that kind of horror thing. Bait, That's I what I love. Switch horror. It's, I don't know. Yeah, nah, switch there's got to be a word for it. But it's not even that. It's like it's like that, but you know the betrayal and the uh, the you know what I mean. There's that uh, weird twist when you look back. Yeah. Kind of or, yeah, and when you look back at the thing and you like you realize that the person was an entirely different thing. That's like yeah. I love that. You know what I mean. I love when you rewatch an episode and you entirely see it differently. That's, that's what I love about this show. Kayla, I'm sure you have a note or something, though. What do you have? I Almost all of it was just, oh my god, this joke is so funny. Oh my god, that <laughs> joke is so funny. <laughs> the first time watching this episode, my original thoughts was because of the, the foreshadowing of Aquamarine and Topaz showing up and everybody going missing is like, oh, uh-huh. you kind of know that they're going to end up being evil to some degree. But hearing her say, like, uh, are you? I'm looking for my dad, and they're like, "We'll help you find your dad." And yeah, then when she says, "Child," right? Yeah, and then when she says, "Not your dad," I'm looking for my dad. It's like that just kind of broke my brain the first time I heard it. Cause <laughs> that was such a that sounds like something that like a small child would definitely yeah. say that doesn't really perfectly well, understand the, the, English. I don't know about yeah, I don't know what you guys know, but the, the I was like, man, I got like immediately. I was like, oh, I get it. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, damn, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I figured it out like pretty fucking fast, so I was like, I wish this was. 
I don't know if it didn't work on you guys. Like, was it like, oh shit, because he said their names? Because, like, I, for, I, for me personally, when she was like, my dad was like, oh, right, because that episode. The, okay, no, you know I, I mean? did not. Like, if I put it together, like, I did not put that so I was like, oh, you I know think what I mean? You like, were one of the few, actually, Dylan. Okay, that, so that was, all right, good. Got, I was yeah, say, I, to me, I was like, it could have been a little, like, you know. And we're, we're kind of skipping ahead lead. to the next episode. Um, yeah, well, I was leading to the end of this yeah. one. You know, but, yeah. yeah, but I I want to ask questions about Aquamarine's weapon. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, no, her syndrome. Ball. Zero point yeah. energy, weird so thing. So fucking cool. Where her her weapon is not manifested out of her gem. It's it's like she has her uh, wand hey, ribbon. Like the gem destabilizer. It's like a physical that weapon. Turns, it's, um, it's a, it's yeah, a it's ribbon a also. Yeah. It's a adorable like, ribbon. Yeah. She wears it so cute. So I love it. Yeah, She's again, going. like it disarms yeah. you, right? Yeah. It's like everything about her just completely disarms you. Um, which begs the question, what can she manifest out of her gem? And why isn't she using that? I think, yeah, I think it was like it what if she so can manifest that... it, but like she keeps it on her as a ribbon instead of putting it back yeah, in her gym. Yeah. What if that is what she manifests? Well, no, I, I feel like it's like she just uses that because it's a really powerful weapon, and she's an aquamarine, so she's just a motherfucker. Yeah. And then yeah. if you can break that, then she'll pull out a weapon and it's like Frieza, and it's like you got four fucking stages. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like she is our Frieza. <laughs> if you ever were to fight her, it would be a Frieza battle. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, like, you she's totally her, pulling out wild shit, like a fucking like, xenomorph. Yeah, she's got, dude. She's got water wings. She definitely can do lapis shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like she's lapis confirmed, like level. So you got to be super what fucking if Goku. Marines are typically meant to be like the bosses of lapises. Dude, they are. Oh, uh, maybe they are. Like they're gods. Because like, like, imagine dude, like, okay, cool. so like, like we're gonna. I'm gonna go on a bit of a tangent on the way gem colonization uh culture works really quick just to just to lead into what you're about to say gerber is that uh aquamarine's line was i can't believe they sent an aquamarine to do an easy job like this yeah yeah so that like obviously immediately puts her in a position of power and it and that she herself has a lot of power. Yeah, she does the highest level. Yeah. She does like the wet work of like the god. Earlier on, yeah. in, uh, when I was first starting getting into Steven Universe, I kind of had different ideas on how homeworld culture kind of worked, and I like it, it. It feels kind of normal enough that that could be a thing that was written for the show. And it's like there are certain gems that are that sort of have a physical uh, correlation or like similarity to a certain gem that we've already seen, like Peridot, Lapis, etc., etc., etc. And then, like, you imagine another gem that's sort of, like, thematically appropriate to them, and then, like, that could be their higher-up officer. Like, say, Peridot's uh, superior officer would be, like, a jade or something, another green gem that involves tech. And then Aquamarine could be the boss of Lapises, and they overlook Lapises while they terraform planets for colonization and so on and so forth. I have, I have a question, actually. So, are the gems at war... Do we believe that like the gems I feel like it's are like a semi right constant thing because like when you're colonizing planets, you're obviously gonna seem as an invasive no, species. But my point is though, are they're they're not like at war as like entire things you get to another no, thing. So my I think point it's is, more like So the only reason only reason they have an army is because I think they also are probably colonizing a lot of planets yeah. that aren't just uncivilized savages like we were. And they actually have to, like, go in and battle yeah. them. And it's, like, a whole fucking war. Because it's, like, they have a really valuable giant plan. So that's when you send in, like, aquamarines to, like, 
destabilize yeah. shit. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's like, I would love to watch that and, like, just enjoy the just fucking... Just a bunch of tiny little fucking of it. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to see... zero-point energy on sentient beings yeah. on other planets. They just kill all organic life and then just fucking, like, make kindergartens and just watch that. I would love to watch that. That would be such an interesting... I mean, they would never make it. But that would be... I don't know, that'd be dope. You know what I mean? World yeah. Open Live. I know. I agree. Yeah. I, I wish we could see. Why wish we could see more about like what are they doing? Why do they have all these like um, in that regards? That makes Earth sort of like a really simple like Parks and Rec level reconstruction yeah. job. We are such fucking level. Yeah, we're so low level. To shit compared to other ones. Like we've got these planets where there are civilized creatures, and we have to like kill off a fucking king and commit patri- pat- patricide and genocide and all these other fucking sides to like be able to get to this planet and then there's earth and it's like we can't handle this fucking rock because some pink bitch stabbed my sister yeah earth was a weird one yeah man i love this show uh Uh, i I love i love this show too i love recording music guys it's fun um let's see oh uh the arcade i was gonna say i'm so happy they actually went back in the arcade because you know what i mean that was so like it was like, we're going to start off on all the, this is like the start of Steven's real arc. Like, if we did, if we did, I would say Goofy, I would say the first uh, season is like, or first era is like Beach City. Second era is Gems. Third era is Steven. This is like the transition of it. I mm-hmm. like that this was like, he went through Beach City. He went and like talked to everybody. Like, his little arc here was, I'm going to, it was like almost a goodbye to every character, sort of. Because, like, now all the other episodes are just totally detached. Going back through Beach City after we've kind of had this very plot and lore-heavy series of episodes and just kind of seeing areas that are just, that used to be just these fun little places is, there's a, there's a comforting feeling when you're like, oh, yeah, the arcade, that's when yeah. when Garnet was obsessed with an arcade machine and yeah, when yeah. Steven pretended to be a robot. Like, Beach City feels lived in. It doesn't feel like a set piece. Yeah. I have I have the frame, I have actually the frame open oh, that you're talking about, and I'm actually yeah. pretty sure that it's a different background than the one that was in the show because they picked the machine or whatever. It looks different to me. But they, yeah. when I'm looking at it, what I was thinking of when you are talking, I was like, Yo, Steven better win because this place is awesome. And like, yeah. Man, yeah. And I realized I was no, like, you, you want to save each city. And like, and the, but I realized yeah. it's like, okay, because I am an adult, I know Steven's gonna win. You know what I mean? Like, so it consciously, the yeah. stakes are not that high. I never am really that worried. So to a point, you know what I mean? There's the main character as the title yeah. of the show. So, he's so going my to point win. is, it loses its heat sometimes because of that. But that was an amazing thing that I was just like absentmindedly like, man, I yeah. love this place. I really hope it's like safe. Like, that's, like, a really, really well-done thing. I love it. Doesn't that speak to just how good the show is? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, yeah, like, yeah. like, you, an adult, are worried about the stakes, you know? The point, yeah. of, the point of a show is not to um, convince you that the character is going to win in the end, but to make you forget that the point of the show is that the character is going yeah. to win in the like, end. And there's also a reason that I feel like they have fucking Steven literally goes, uh, you see three, uh, Teens of Rage, and then you see the boxing, and then yeah. you see him get chaps, literally sequentially. Like it's like, and then in the background of that, you yeah. can see the guy's machine. Like, and, you know I mean? and then and then Aquamarine walks up to him. The show is very much a shonen manga in the sense that, like, you know from the first episode, like, oh, he's going to become Hokage, or he's going to become the greatest superhero in the world, or he's going to get the bleach. It's funny that you said that, because the, the next joke is that Connie draws the anime face. is actually the next joke yeah. that happens yeah. after what I just said. <laughs> That's funny. It's all good. Final yeah. thoughts. Uh, final thoughts, Connie. 
Tanya's like best episode, maybe actually. She's you just like so? she's like a master of comedy in it. She kind of runs the whole episode if well, you think bad. about it. You know what I mean? Like this is the beginning of like Team Tani and Steven, which is like the beginning of like a five episode arc about how he betrayed her. Uh, mm, which we just yes, watched. You know what I mean? Like this is is what the whole thing is about. Like they are like we're in it together. We'll find her. Like this is the genesis of yeah. that entire event. So it was cool to watch, considering now we're watching Alex Perfect. Um, that's the end of that for me. Uh, Kayla, what you got? Um, I like how wholesome this episode is. Yeah. Straight up until the point where Steven meets up with Barb and realizes that, like, this might actually be a problem. Like, all of the jokes are amazing, and yeah. all of the background, uh, like, stage business, like, Pearl and Garnet building the sandcastle, and Pearl being, like, genuinely exuberant about it. It's so classic. It's, like... it's so just sweet and fun to watch, and I think that that uh, was purposefully done and artfully done, and really sets up how dark the upcoming arc gets uh you know not not least of which is lars fucking dying hey, yeah. spoilers yeah that happened hey we've yeah. already talked there, about there it. Are <laughs> lars dies yeah. that's so what it's, we it's it's really nice that we got like a solid i, I probably seven or so minutes of just like Lighthearted, spending time with these characters, really excellent writing, and and I appreciate that, and yeah. I liked this episode a lot. Yeah, this is I I, I agree. This is I. It was like, man, if this wasn't here, I feel like it would be kind of a bummer. You know what I mean? This would be like what a very dark. If this episode wasn't here, this whole like it was like we needed like this if little. We, if we started the episode with Topaz like kidnapping Connie. Yeah, yeah. If, like, yeah. if, we, if we didn't have this little bit of lightness throughout, like like within the show's arc, yeah. like no, if we needed this little, we needed this little bubble. You know this. what I mean? Yeah, we needed this one little like breath, which is why I always have that argument of nothing's filler. The weird thing is now that this plot is so pervasive, everything is no one thinks anything is filler. But like this totally was a throw around fun episode and it was mm-hmm. like so neat it, but it's funny that it just it seems like a huge plot thing but yeah i mean it is but yeah sorry gerber what you got um my final thoughts on this episode um re-watching this episode felt a bit weird i loved the episode when i first saw it because uh the weird mist like semi-mystery of aquamarine and topaz fucked with me especially because of the whole like like I mentioned earlier in the episode, the the weird language thing that ends up getting revealed in the next episode, like, fucked with me. And I was just like, what is going on? But upon rewatching and knowing about it, it feels, the episode feels a lot sillier than it did the first time I watched it. Not more inconsequential, but it just, it felt like a different kind of episode when you know what, how everything is going to play out. So I, I, I focused, uh, like uh, Kayla said, a lot more on the jokes and the humor of the episode. Um, and I, I, I think I appreciated them a bit more because knowing the mystery, you can focus on other aspects of the episode. So I would probably rate it about the same, but it's just a different kind of episode for me upon rewatching. But I, yeah, I, I would yeah. say that I'd still liked it. Well, a lot. that's that's how, you know, retrospect works. I think I think this show is kind of built like you're supposed to rewatch it. Yeah, this you know is what I mean. Like, like it's kind of meant you're supposed to watch the show this a second time. Does work upon rewatching. I think I think the whole show is supposed to be you watch TV Universe one time fully and then you watch it a second time and your yeah. mind is fucking blown. That's how it was kind of constructed. 
and that's like my I would favorite say this shit in the world. We were talking about that. I think we were talking about that earlier. I think with that basic yeah. effect, like with, uh, sort of, we were, yeah, of the, like going back and, and then yeah, but that yeah, but it just I love this show so good. Uh, which like I guess we have a podcast about it, and thanks yeah, for listening to it, you guys. Yeah. Um, we just had a natural ending right oh, there, but you know what, natural. Kayla? The, I think I think there's something missing. The payoff is nothing.